Oh, good evening. Tony Martin here. Um, welcome to Sizzletown. As you know, this podcast is broadcast live every second Thursday, and this episode is no exception. However, this bit you're listening to right now was actually recorded a couple of weeks back because uh, Matt Dow was on holiday and we had to get the sponsor bit approved. Look, you don't need to know all that. All I'll say is that uh, Matt has left me what he describes as a perfectly tailored sequence of sound effects to complement the read. So I'm just going to fire these off as instructed, uh, and we'll be back with the live program in about a minute and a half. So here we go. Sizzletown is brought to you by Allegiance Wines. Oh, could that be right? Says it is, okay. A boutique, family-run, small parcel wine producer. Okay. With a range of international award-winning wines. They have an amazing array of varietals, (coughs) regions... And ranges. I should point out these are sound effects. Thanks, Matt. Uh, visit allegiancewines.com.au to find out more. And to order online. Allegiance Wines, producing the highest quality wines... from Australia's premium regions. Sorry, this is taking a while, but... Oh. And And remember to drink responsibly. Thanks, Matt. Let's have some The Late Night Call-In Podcast heard right across Australia and indeed planet Earth. That battered old, fast-warming spherical object floating in space, I'm led to believe. I'm here. Matt Dower is here, back from his holiday. Thanks for teeing up those effects for me, Matt. How'd they go? Oh, it's great, yeah. Might want to have a listen back. Uh, meantime, where have you been? Bali. All right, with the family? Yeah, that's it. Heaps of funny stories for the podcast? No. Okay, uh, moving on. Oh, hey, Matt's got a new job. Maybe you've heard about this. Matt, you're the, uh, what's your job description? A show audio producer. Right, for Kennedy Malloy on the uh, drive shift on the Triple M network. That's the one. Mick and Jane, I used to work with uh, 
with them. I'm amazed they don't call the show Fun with Mick and Jane. It does seem obvious. Of course, Mick and myself used to do Martin Malloy back in the 90s, but Jane Kennedy is, and we worked this out, precisely five hours older than me. Really? <laughs> yeah, for real. You can look that up. And I think I've allowed for the New Zealand time difference. Might be even closer. So, yeah, uh, Mick Malloy prefers to work with someone older and wiser <laughs> these days. But, uh, yeah, that must be weird, working with Mick in the afternoon and then me late at night. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> I hope you're saving the best farting sounds for this show, Matt. Of course. <laughs> you know, I hate to think that Mick's getting the good ones. <laughs> All right. Call the line too. Oh. Hello, you're on Sizzletown. Yes, good evening. It's Conrad here. Ah, Conrad, a regular caller. Yeah, that's right. Hey, listen, I've had a big win. A win? Whereabouts? Yeah, that's right, up at the club. I've won first prize in the quiz. Yeah, sorry, which club is it? Oh, the club is in Bentley. It's the USL. The, the what? It's the Unreturned Servicemen's League. What for? Yeah, it's basically for deserters. Oh, yeah, it's okay. usually empty, so it's quite easy to book the place. And you won the... Yes, the... that's right, in the quiz night. It's, uh, the questions are read out by the mayor. Oh, uh, yeah? Um, yes. It's what a... happened? Well, here's what happened. They got to a tiebreaker. Yeah. And me and another chap had the top score. Right. And then the mayor goes, complete this sentence. And then he goes, previously on, and I've gone, the mentalist. Oh. He's gone, no, 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 that wasn't the sentence. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, no, I was just going to say that previously on this stage we've had three times. I've gone, no, no, no. No, can we play the tape back? He said, complete this sentence. It's gone without. And I said, no, no. And then you said previously on. So clearly the answer is the mentalist. Oh, I see. Or yeah. Obviously, could also be um, Harrow. Yeah, well, or I dance get it. boss. Yep. Or, or really anything that follows previously on. Sure. So what happened? Well, they had to have a vote on it, and I came out uh, on top of that. <laughs> so, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, the whole thing looked ridiculous because uh, the mayor was there in Mufti, yep. but I was wearing my mayoral robes. So oh. Yeah, you, uh, you of course, have your own mayoral robes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't confuse some people, but, you know, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? So what did you win? Well, the first prize was a um, brand-new draft excluder. Wow. Well, it was a bit of sweet uh, win because I've already got a draft excluder that served me well yeah. for nigh on 35 years. I've been mm. excluding drafts. For decades, sure. that's right, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of drafts successfully excluded. Uh, and I thought, oh, look, I feel a bit emotional retiring it in favour of this newfangled one. So what I did is I demoted it to the back door. There's not many drafts through there, not much exclusion required. But, no. You know, I, just, I thought that was the right thing to do. Yeah. What about your uh, ongoing bid for screen stardom? Oh, well, yeah, I'm not pursuing that. They wanted me to go on bloody Love Island or Maths or one of them. Not interested? No, that's too uh, humiliating, I feel. I'd like to go back to starting small. and Mm. I I figured what I'm going to do is wander around the local streets and hope to witness a crime. Witness a crime? Yeah, because, you know, these people on the news 
saying, oh, I was just walking past an, an African gang oh. swarmed up and, you know, took my handbag, that sort of thing. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, yeah, I'm just going to keep my eye open for a local crime mm. and then get at the front of the queue to be waffling on on the news about, oh, <laughs> he didn't look the sort, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So do you know anyone who's done this? Well, I don't know. I had an uncle who witnessed a Zeppelin accident and he was on a newsreel oh. in his top hat. Talking about that, when? that was back oh, in... well back in the 1970s, I oh, think it was. Right, yep. Yeah, it's a while back now. So, so uh... that's what I'm doing. I'm walking around the streets hoping to witness a crime. Mm. So, you know, don't say that I want for ambition. Well, good luck to you. All right, I'll keep you posted. See ya. There he goes. That's Comrade. He's uh, spent the last year attempting to get a leg up in the world of show business uh, here at Sizzletown. Nothing, no voiceover gigs. You know what, Matt? What about if we got him to do, I don't know, one of our sponsor reads? Do you think he'd be up for that? Yeah, maybe. Call his people. (laughs) I don't think he has representation, but... uh, Could work. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll tee that up for for the next episode. Get him talking about small parcel (laughs) wine companies. Allegiance Wines, our sponsor here at Sizzletown. And uh, Matt Dower, of course, does the odd voiceover. That's right. Hey, when you're overseas, you weren't sneakily doing voiceovers that'll only be heard in other countries, Matt, like a lot of them do, no? No. So I mentioned this before, you know Joy Division, the band Joy Division? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back in the late 70s, they uh, snuck down to Australia and uh, recorded some jingles. No way. No, they did. Listen to this. There's no other store like David Jones. 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 There you go. There's the proof. That's not real. No, that's for real. Uh, here at um, Sizzle. Another caller. Oh, okay. Hello. Go ahead, caller. Hello, this is Neil speaking. Uh, hi there, Neil. Uh, what's happening? I was at the post office today. Yeah. And there was a bin. A bin? Yes, uh, a bin. Uh, and in it there was a colouring book of Meghan Markle. Right. Uh, and there was, um, they had a vintage car that you could suction onto a fridge. Did they? But at the very uh, bottom I spotted a DVD yeah. of the best of the house of Bulger from the footy show. Wow. So I reached down, I picked it up, Mm. I brushed some dust off the cover, and there was a puff of smoke. What? And the head of Australia Post appeared. (laughs) Did he? And he said, we have been waiting 17 years for somebody to buy that DVD, and it's you. (laughs) So I'm going to grant you... Three wishes. Oh, really? Yeah. Sounds very far-fetched. Well, I know it it didn't seem feasible, but but anyway, I said, what, so I can have anything I want? He goes, anything in the world. And I said, all right, for my first wish, I want another copy of the best of the House of Bulge on DVD. You know, sometimes... Uh, it'll be scratchy, or right, you, but, you can't uh, get past the menu. It's freezes. It's best to have a backup. And what did he say? He felt that was a, a best opportunity. Hmm. Uh, he said that for quite a while. He said, listen, you've only got three wishes. 
don't piss one away on another copy of the House of Bulger. No, well... But I held the ground. And he said, okay, well, the second wish, anything in the world. Yeah. And I said, just to be safe. He said, no, don't. And I said, just one, a backup, backup, oh. because sometimes, you know, it'll, it, kids will stand on it or something. And he said... And he's going, that, that, you could have had the first wish be two copies. True. And then this, and I said, no, no, what, what's done is done. So... And he said, all right, last wish, don't say another copy of House of Bulger. No. And I said, I want a million dollars. And he said, fine. Right. But you'll have to accept it all in uh, Daryl Summers' stamps. Oh, those... So, yeah, remember the Daryl stamps? Yeah, yeah, so I've got a uh, million dollars versus Daryl stamps. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm just... Lucky you. I'm uh, posting letters willy-nilly. I'm sending everyone a bit of Daryl. Yeah, what what happened to the bloke? Well, there's a puff of smoke and... He was gone, but I actually I could see him just hiding around behind the padded envelope. Oh. So I don't think it was a flash bomb or something. Hey, can I say? Uh, What's that? Your voice seems to have changed quite a bit since the start of this call. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I've had a dram beauty, so <laughs> oh. all bets are off. All right, okay. Well, thanks for calling. See ya. That's uh, Neil with uh, an update on what's happening down at the post office here. At Sizzletown. Oh, what next? Um, oh, hey, Matt, did someone mention African gangs already in this episode? Yeah, Conrad. <laughs> right, because I, um, I saw a story, you know, one of those stories they'll do on like the 7.30 report or SBS, and it's a mini doco about someone moving to Australia from Somalia and how hard it is to adjust. And they always have a shot of them walking through a crowded airport, looking confused while the voiceover lists all the things that will be different. And I've always thought, it'd be great to do one of those about someone moving here from New Zealand. Yeah? Yeah, moving here to a life that's just slightly different from the one they've left. Wish I could have been in one of those back in 1985 when I moved here. Imagine that, just a long lens shot of me walking through a huge crowd of people down a concourse at the airport. Tony is going to have to learn to adjust to a society where everything is slightly different. Because that's what it's like moving here. It's not quite the same. Everything's just slightly different. One thing I remember is uh, the TV channels, because... Um, when I left in New Zealand, we had just three TV channels. There was TV One, and then there was uh, TV Two, and then the third one was called, what was it? Oh, yeah, TV Three. <laughs> and then you come here, and it's like two, seven, nine, ten, twenty-eight. What the f are you doing? Anyway, put that on the to-do list. Um, oh, did I mention we have a sponsor? Allegiance Wines. Yes, this show simply would not be feasible without the support of uh, Tim Cox and the team from Allegiance. And Matt, I'm assuming it's their association with this program that's led to the Real Review awarding them, listen to this, a certificate of excellence and a place in the top wineries of Australia 2019. Have you got an effect for that? Don't you dare. Sorry. Something celebratory. Very nice. Very appropriate. And uh, what do they do, you're wondering? Well, they make wine. What sort of wine? Well, there's the triple medal-winning Severed Arms, Cab Sav, a co-production between this program 
and Elysian Swines. Only 200 cases produced, $20 a bottle. Half of them have already gone. So get in quick there while you can. And listen to this, a brand new release from Allegiance. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. It's called The Vortex. Whoa, because yes, it's got a very hypnotic label. If you see it on the shelf, you're instantly mesmerized. It's a Mizella Rosso, Italian varietal red blend from the Barossa Valley, Matt. Lose yourself in the vortex with a swirling blend of, oh my God, Monte Pulciano. Does that sound right? I don't know. Negro Amaro. I hope that's correct. I hope that's not offensive. I hope not. And of course, Aglianico. <laughs> I'm sure that's how you say those words. It's the vortex. That's all you. Oh, I'm mesmerized. The Vortex from Allegiance Wines. Head over to allegiancewines.com.au forward slash sizzletown. And remember, if you use the discount code sizzle, not vortex, sizzle, there's a 20% discount on any mixed 12 wines, including our one. Allegiance Wines producing the highest quality wines, as you know, from Australia's premium regions. Now, we need... Another caller. Oh, uh, go ahead, caller. You're on Sizzletown. Oh, my God. Will you please just stop? No. Here we go. For fuck's sake. Yeah. How is this still on? Well, it, it's still popular. Oh, it's my God. The... Most people know to quit while they're ahead. Yeah. I... I guess you've never been at that point. Uh. So can't do that. Well, Fuck me. Okay, well, why are you still listening? I mean, that was you on the fucking Logies, wasn't it? Doing those voices. Uh, yes, yes, it was. Oh, my God. What do you think you're doing there with that? Well, I'm just... It's not really one the... thing or the other. It's just sort of not quite serious enough to be useful. Yeah. It's not quite funny enough to be considered comedy. I mean, you... Right, well, the idea oh is that... Oh, my God, they... you just blunder on, don't you? So you don't have to... I don't know what more I can do. I mean, I've tried to point you in the right direction, yeah. which is off the fucking airwaves. Well, thanks for that. Oh, now, listen, let's... Oh, if you're going to call... Sorry, uh, I just have to put you on a hold. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hello? Oh, Matt. Shh. Oh, is that you, Gerard? Mm. Oh, thank God, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm actually in quite a good mood at the moment because I've just been taunting those imbeciles. But I have to say, it's, it's a blessed relief after who I've been talking to today. I had to go to something called the Apple Genius Bar. I know. Oh, my God. I had to get a new cover for the iPad, right? It's about, well, I don't know, five years old or something. I can't remember how we... We haven't got that size one. We've changed it, like, by a centimetre or something. I know, that's the fucking genius of it, isn't it? Because <laughs> then I say, well, where am I going to get one? She goes, well, have you thought about buying a new iPad? I said, for fuck's sake, this is the evil genius farm. Seriously. <laughs> I know, Steve Jobs has dropped here. They've got no fucking new ideas. They'll just keep changing the sizes of things so people have to buy new fucking versions of it. Fuck me. The genius bar. Bunch of fucking children of the damned running around on minimum wage. <laughs> all dressed identically like some fucking science fiction nightmare. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, had the, I also had the remote for the Apple TV. I go, have you got the batteries? They go, we don't sell this. I'm going, can I meet this fucking genius, please? You don't sell the one thing that makes the thing you sell work. For fuck's sake. 
Oh, well, I just went to the newsagents and got one. Yeah. I said to the newsagent, you're a fucking genius. You had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> no, I didn't buy a new iPad. Of course not. I just get some sort of crocheted pirated iPad cover from the pop-up store of the market or something. I don't... Well, Dad Brian's got the old iPad, yes. Well, they're probably a different fucking size again. Well, it's got... He's got all our photos. He won't send them to me. Where are all the dogs? I just keep screenshotting them from his fucking Instagram. I've scrolled past a lot of nonsense, I can tell you. Oh, he seems to have taken up some kind of Pilates or something. He looks nonsensical. He looks like Wilfred Brimley about to do a trapeze act. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, listen, we've got to get started on series two of Bold Type. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, that's, uh, that's a regular contributor, the hater, here at Sizzletown. And yes, that man was quite right. I did do the voiceovers for the Logies again this year. Uh, the producer of the show, massive sizzle merchant, Brent Williams. Hello, Brent. Asked me to have another crack at that. And uh, mixed reaction, as always, on Twitter. I know a lot of people were disappointed that I <laughs> didn't come on at the end and refer to champagne and pingers. I'm sorry about that. They, uh, I think it was running a bit over by that time. But if they had, I was going to say, um, I'm about to go out with Costa and Kerri-Anne for Prosecco and Goey. <laughs> I'm sure the Daily Mail would have loved that. Uh, nothing to report there. Lockie Hume did not manage to lure me into his vortex of all-night partying. Uh, I had to get back and work on this program, so I... Kept myself nice, and the, oh, sorry, um, sorry, the, I'm not interrupting your little skits, am I? Well, yes, you are actually. Well, oh. hear about the wine, no, are you? No, I think we know that that case of wine was atomized oh, in the mysterious yeah. lift explosion right. a few weeks back. Yeah. Oh, hey, have you managed to get that footage back yet of what? whoever planted the explosives? Well, it's funny you say that because no. yes, it's being developed uh, right now, as it were. Develop what? Well, look, I can just, uh, I'll just log in on your laptop here. Oh, this is right. Uh, um, yeah, it's on the server. I'll just, okay, um, I'll do, yep. just use my password. Right, what is it? It's the name of my wife, actually. <laughs> what? Your wife? You met, what? Yes. Uh, to a woman? Yes, I am, as a matter of fact. Wow. Um, well, come on. What? Make one of your little quips. Come on. Oh, well. Like you do on that. Thank God you're paying attention. No, um, it's called... Excuse me, Tom. Is the answer Stephen Sagal oh. again? <laughs> right, OK. What's your wife's name? We it's to... Kunawara. Just, um... Oh, look, I've got something here. Uh, That's what is... it. That's the footage of the gentleman. Right. Who... just looks like a blob. I can't identify. Well, it does now, but it's, it's rendering, you know, like on 24. Oh, okay. so we'll be able to... See who it is. Yes, it'll be finished in about, let's see, eight minutes' time. So that's when. That's oh, just at the very end of your program. Oh. Uh, just after your end music. Oh, well, that's, uh, 
it's handy. Stick around for the end of the show, people. Yeah. We might finally have an answer. Won't it be fascinating? So I can't wait to see who it is. That person is on very thin permafrost. There he goes. Well, that's interesting, Matt. Are you, uh, is it coming up on your computer? Uh, yep. Well, before we get to that, uh, hey, here's something. A lot of people have been asking us uh, what's happened to Brian Lyons. He was a man who uh, phoned us in last year. He's working out there at the Werribee Sewerage Treatment Farm, uh, the Western Treatment Plant. And Matt, you caught, yep. And, uh, well, we're going to clock in with him and see what's going on out there. And uh, oh, Hello, Brian Lyons. Hi, Brian. Uh, Tony Martin calling back from... Sizzletown. Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah. Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, is, right. is this a bad time? Well, for... it's never a good time. No. Yeah, to be honest. Okay. I am uh, on uh, brown alert oh. at all times, and I got to be called away to something big at any moment. Yes, because yeah. uh, you're pretty snowed under out well, there. Well, look at it. I mean, uh, the Western Treatment Plant uh, it takes care of 52% of Melbourne sewerage. Sure. My God, we do take care of it. Mm. And uh, to paint a picture for you, and it's not an attractive picture, that is 200 Olympic swimming pools full of this stuff per day. Per day? Per day. That's every bloody day. Wow. And uh, you've got Melbourne listeners, obviously. Yeah. Can I just say to people, for God's sake, Slow down. Uh-huh. Could you just give us a breather? Could you put the brakes on? Just give us a day off. So it's a lot of yeah. uh, incoming. 200 Olympic swimming pools. Oh. Uh, I'd like to see the bloody stage the Olympics on that stuff. That's just a bit of... Uh, well, it's gallows uh, here, but, uh, here at the Western Treatment Plant. Well, it, it can't all be bad. Well, um, I guess there is an upside because, as you know... We have been declared one of the world's uh, leading bird sanctuaries. Yes, that's that's true, isn't it? Bird yeah. sanctuaries, most people uh, say. It's a oh. bit of a gag oh. out here, but uh, mm. I'm too busy yeah. gagging myself to really see the humour in it. Understood, but uh, you're on the map in the bird department, aren't you? Well, that's yeah. right. It's internationally yeah. recognised as a significant wetland uh, for waterfowl. Uh-huh. Uh, with the emphasis on... Foul, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like they're flapping about right. the stuff all day. It's not helping. So uh, no luck with yeah. the tour groups? No, no. The tour right. groups, uh, they're not really coming out. No, not enough to see. Well, uh, it is to refashion the joint as a fun park and they misguided, I would suggest. Right. Nobody's going to want to go on that long flume. No. I'll bet. Uh, well, so it's probably safer just to visit the website. Yeah. Do you have one of those? We do have a website, yeah. Surprisingly elaborate one for a, a sewerage treatment plant. Well, no uh, offence to the creators, obviously. Uh, listen, it's, it's, it is very well done, but uh, you have to wonder who's sitting down of an evening and, you know, I might just visit the website of the Western Treatment Plant. Well, you know. yes. Maybe uh, they've got a gallery. Oh, you know, I don't know. Mm. But, uh, so it's all uh, 
online. Well, do have a look. You hit the front page, and it, it already hits you with the caption, What is sewerage? Oh. <laughs> I assume there's going to have to be a meeting about that. I don't know if they still have little number counters on, on websites like they did in the old days, but yeah. what do you reckon that'd be up to? Three? Well, we don't want to get you in any trouble, Brian. Hey, look, I'm sorry. I'm like, let them try and sack me. Right. Let them prize the scoop out of my hand. Well, Listen, I've got to get back to work because, uh, oh, God. Uh, it sounds like the sluices are open again, so uh, yeah, I'll have to sign off on the front. We'll leave you to it. Yeah, again, can I reiterate? Uh, people in Melbourne listening, could you just hold your horses for, I don't know, 24 hours? Could you give us that much? Noted. Because uh, we are bloody brown water rafting in here. Well, thanks for your time. No, hang on. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah? Oh, no, it looks like we've got a blockage in Lagoon 25. Oh. So, yes, it's, uh, I'm facing a long night piloting a speedboat around in ever more disturbing system. Well, uh, all the best with that. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. Uh, See ya. Yes, that is it for this episode of Sizzletown. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Thank you, Matt Dow, for pushing the necessary buttons in the correct order, as always. And thank you, Allegiance Wines, our sponsor, allegiancewines.com.au forward slash Sizzletown. Pop down there and uh, why not fall into the vortex? Oh, what about T-shirts? Yes, they're still available. The ones with the Grob cartoon on the front, the place to go for them is sizzletownpodcast.bigcartel.com. Available in all sizes, small through to XXXL. And we were flattered to see that the New York-based Australian jazz man Nick Hempton was sporting one of our T-shirts during a recent gig in which he also played a bit of KPM's classic piece of production music, Water Sports. Can we hear a bit of that, Matt? Beautiful work. That's not on Nick's new album, Night Owl, I should point out. Uh, We've got to get out of here. See you back here in a couple of weeks. Cheers. How is this still on? Well, it looks like that uh, picture's almost finished rendering, Matt. We'll finally be able to see who it was who planted those explosives in the lift here at Pobworks way back in episode 28 and uh, almost done. Oh, (laughs) there it is. And, oh, my God. 
Can you see this, Matt? Yeah. It's Ash Williams. Sorry, Matt, what's that music? Uh, I'm just auditioning some new stings. Oh.